This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. All right, today it's about James and Stephanie. James met Stephanie online. They actually went on three dates together. The first date ended in a hug. The second date consisted of a movie. And the last date ended with a kiss. James, are you in a subway station? <laughs> no. Is it better now? Uh, it is for the moment. Okay. But it was three dates, and it seemed like you all had a good time. You said you were laughing a lot. You said the conversation felt fairly easy to you. Yeah. We were, it was easy to get along with each other, so yeah. um, that's why I'm so surprised. All right. And we should mention that, that James confessed to us that this is a, an ongoing thing for him, is he has a very hard time typically securing a second date. In this case, he got three, but... There's been no explanation as to why she's blown him off. And so if we can't work out a fourth date, let's at least try to get to the bottom of what, what's going on here with James. Assuming the problem is you, James. <laughs> Which most think, likely it's not. Yeah, I don't think it's me. Right. <laughs> of course it's not. Exactly. Okay. You never know, though. That's you right. You never know. Yeah. All right, let's call Stephanie. Hi, is this Stephanie? Yes, this is she. It is Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. <laughs> you don't seem too phased by the fact that we're just calling you out of the blue like this. So <laughs> I, I guess my question I, is, were you expecting our call? You know, I wasn't expecting it necessarily, but I, I have a good feeling about why you're calling. Yeah. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell us who you think this is about? So is this a second date update about James? It is. But it's our understanding that you actually went on three dates with James. We did. I hate my life right now. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you why this is important. Because, and, and by the way, thank you for even coming on with us. Because, sure. you know, James's thing, he even said to us, he goes, you know, this ha seems to happen to me a lot where I always seem to have a hard time securing a second date. I don't know why. I'd like to think that I'm a nice guy. Can you fill us in or give us some insight as to what the issue is? Yeah. Um, I did really like him. I still do, actually. Um, I mean, he's a little shy, like a little awkward, but it's really endearing, actually. Yeah, he did um, seem nervous. I did kind of get that sense from talking to him he you could hear it in his voice yeah and he actually told me uh, about his dating history and i thought at first that it was kind of sweet but then i was like maybe it's a little odd 
because we actually went to dinner three times, and he did this thing that I just thought was kind of weird. Like, every time we went to dinner, he let me order uh, first, mm-hmm. and then he would tell the server that he would just have the same thing. Well, I've done that. Well, yeah. I mean, that's not the weirdest thing, but, like, the first time I thought, okay, sure. And we were at an Italian place, and I ordered lasagna, so I was like, okay, like, totally normal. Not that weird. Mm-hmm. That both people get lasagna, yeah. Right. But then later, he mentioned that he was sensitive to gluten. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I was thinking, oh, why would you eat pasta? That took me a second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Interesting. And it wasn't gluten-free pasta or anything like that, so I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Maybe he just really had a craving or something, and he mm-hmm. like, was going to go for it anyway. So second date. I ordered a vegan dish. Just because sometimes I like to kind of cut out meat and, you know. Mix it up anyway, a little I was bit. in the mood. Yeah. So he ordered the same thing, and then he just kind of, like, moved the food around on his plate. He didn't really eat very much. You know, I could tell he didn't like it. You know, I was kind of asking, like, is anything wrong? Do you want to get something else? And he said, no, no, it's fine. You know, just kind of didn't eat very much. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay. But I was like, okay, I still, you know, I like it. I'm having a good time. I'm not going to worry about it. And then so we went out on a next date. He did the same thing again. He ordered what I ordered. And (laughs) I actually saw him. I caught him putting the Brussels sprouts in his napkin. (laughs) Yeah, like trying to hide it. And I was like, that's so weird. Why would he have ordered that? If he didn't like it. Right. That's a good question. All right, James, I think we found the thing. (laughs) You're a weirdo. No, James. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm sure there's a reason. Right? No. Yeah, I'm kind of embarrassed, but there's definitely a... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts reason uh i've just i've been sitting here kind of listening and and getting even more embarrassed but the you know the whole the whole the whole i have a really good reason for for ordering what you ordered uh (laughs) so you know i was telling you and you know about the the whole uh second date issue thing so one of the things I i was on google and i was looking and i was trying to find things that would help better my chances for a second date right and so i found some information there that uh that said there's something about trust and camaraderie about ordering the same thing that your date orders and, and it builds builds that trust. And so um, <laughs> it worked on the first date with the lasagna, even though I got horribly ill. Aww, <laughs> oh, dude. James. I, you know, I, I had a really good time. So I, I did the same thing on the on the second and the third. Even Love though his heart. Meals were, I'm sorry, they were awful. Uh, <laughs> obviously, vegan I, meals are not your thing. No, I'm a meat guy. So, yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's definitely worth it. I, I did it just, you know. Cause... It was like the lucky socks after the first date when he ordered the same thing as her. He didn't want to 
Yeah. Exactly. Curse oh, it. Oh, man. Man. I wonder how long you would have done that if she hadn't <laughs> stopped yeah, talking to him. How long would you have got that? <laughs> what meal would she have to order for you to say, no, not uh-uh. tonight? Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> That's probably. actually kind of sweet. I mean, it's like a little funny and kind of strange, but... You know, I sometimes will do that out of laziness where I will say, yeah, that sounds good. I'll have one as well. I do the same thing. And Kristen will come back and go, oh, well, well then if you're going to order that, I'm going to get this. I'll be like, what is the issue? She goes, that means we get to try more things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's right. I get anxiety order, too. Like, I, there's so many things on the menu. I don't know what I want. So I have to have people at the table help me make up my mind. Yeah. Like, what do I, so do I want? If you order, like, the hamburger with cheese, no onion, I'm like, I'll, I'll have the same thing. Just for the anxiety of, I don't know, I don't no. know, there's too many choices. She, I will say, so what do you think you're going to get? She'll say, like, what are you going to get? <laughs> because if you're going to get this, then I think I'm going to get that. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait till that starts happening in your yeah. relationship. Oh, boy. Trouble. <laughs> Trouble. Well, I mean, if you, if you think this is kind of sweet what he did and you're kind of, you know, it kind of makes sense to you now, does that mean you might be up for going out on a second date with him? You know what? I I think so. I actually I really did like him. I thought he was pretty sweet. I just didn't know what was going on. But now that I get it, if he, you know, if we go out and he actually orders something that he really wants to eat and will <laughs> eat it, I'm I'm totally willing to let you guys send us out to dinner. And if he does order something that he wants, but finds that there's something on the plate that he doesn't like, he does not have to put it in a napkin. <laughs> yeah, seriously, dude. You can leave it on the plate. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Just for fun, though, go, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James. Way to go, man. There You're getting that go. fourth date. Oh, yeah, fourth date. Guys, nice. It, it paid to call you guys. We're glad you did. Yeah, this is great. All right, so who are we setting this up with? James, because he made the call. Yep. So, Stephanie, you'll be hearing from James soon. Thank you for coming on the Jeff and Jen Morning Show and for being so sweet. Sure, no problem. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. All right, so if you've been out on a first date and you haven't heard back, 513-749-2320 or email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. And then don't forget tomorrow at 7.55, it's going to be another Second Date Update Happy Ending where you could win $500. So stick around for that. It's tomorrow morning, 7.55, Jeff and Jen. 7.13, how long have the kids been in college now? What, a month, couple, two months, a couple yeah, of months? a month. Depending on the schedule? Months, yeah. So especially for parents of freshmen, how long does empty nest syndrome last? Hungry? How about a brisket? Mac and cheese and caramel popcorn sandwich. Oh, that sounds good right about now. I was just thinking about that on the way in. A brisket sandwich that has that on it? Yeah. And six jobs that get more training than cops. Your news that didn't make the news is coming up with Jeff and Jen on Q102. Now that you've heard most of the day's news headlines, it's time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning. How long empty nest syndrome lasts. And how about a brisket mac and cheese and caramel popcorn sandwich? It's Tuesday, the fourth day of October, 2016. We're Jeff and Jen. And here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. It is that time of year again where we remind you that time is linear and you feel old as a result. BuzzFeed put together that annual list about this year's high school freshman and just how young they are relative to you. Check oh. this out. 
<laughs> I hate these let's lists. Not, let's not. I love this. Uh, They're like kids. Kids were born. Guess what? Didn't it wasn't invented? They don't even know. They like, don't even know life who, without uh, this. When was it? They took. How old were the kids when they took a, and sat them down and put rotary phones in front of them and they had no idea what to do with them? Those are great. I love those videos. <laughs> that is great. All right, so. This year's high school freshmen, Jen. Okay. They're 14. That's Jacob. Okay. Most of the high school freshmen were born the year you and I started here at Q102, Mm. 2002. Okay. Yeah. Which means they were born after September 11th. Yep. They were born when my big fat Greek wedding, 8 Mile, and the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man came out. (laughs) Most of them were born... After Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake broke up. Oh, wow. Aww. You remember how cool those, the original white iPods were? Oh, yeah. yeah. These kids never had one. Because by the time they were old enough to listen to music, we were already on to the third or fourth iPhone and iPods were basically obsolete. They most likely never used a digital camera, and they've only taken pictures with a smartphone. And that is funny when you see someone pull out one of those old school. Like, we still travel when we go in our group with our pink camera. Do they still make those cameras? I, I guess so. I don't know. It still works. And they've never known a world without Wi-Fi, without Wikipedia, or GPS direction. Isn't that crazy? Yep. And so, as uh, they've never had to fold a map, <laughs> you ever, they've never had to fold a map. Or flip the triptych. It's so hard. Yeah. Have you ever been in in a car with a younger driver, though? No, I try to avoid it's that. You know how I am as a passenger because most of them now are used to GPS, and they just go, "Okay, well, I'm going to so and so's house." Uh-huh. Instead of looking at. Oh, I got to turn by that big church. Right. And then I got, you know, we're going to go two blocks past the mall. Like and they the don't know the learn. names of the streets right. either, which yeah. is something I remember my dad always instilling in us. Like, look around. Look, are you on Madison? Are yeah. you on 12th? They don't have a clue. I know. I've had this conversation with my niece, Victoria, who now lives here. She's 20 years old, and she's getting to know Cincinnati. She's only lived here a couple of months. And I appreciate the fact that she's exploring, but she's doing it all by GPS. I'm like, just shut the phone off and drive. Let mm-hmm. yourself get lost. Kind of learn back roads and stuff. That's the only way you'll really get to know the city. And as these kids do get older, you know, as they reach 18, 19 years old, especially if you have a child who went away to college this year and you're wondering if the, the deep pains of empty nest syndrome will ever go away, they will. And soon, a new study has found the average parent gets over empty nest syndrome at three months and 14 days. That should be right around Thanksgiving when they come right back home and you realize you're only sort of happy to see them. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. So what do parents do once they've adjusted to the empty nest life? Top three answers on the board? More traveling. Setting up a home gym and more sex. I didn't need to hear that. All right. I think my parents still are suffering from me moving out. I mean, my they're always like, when are you coming home? How many years has it been? A lot. When are you coming home? (laughs) 
Yeah. I think my mom, my mom and dad, same way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they want me I'm home. I'm back here anytime you want, baby. Mm-hmm. Coming up, does <laughs> yoga count as exercise? Yes. The answer coming up next with Jeff and Jen on Q102. 751, Jeff and Jen, patchy fog, sunny and mild today. We'll see a high around 78. You'll like it. Right now, 59 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q. Cincinnati's Q102. What you doing? Nothing. I was just... Distracted by the music? Yeah. Oh, literally. Yeah, I wasn't expecting singing. What is he singing? Whatever Lola wants. Nice. Yeah, Les Baxter, nice. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I love it. It's kind of swanky, mm-hmm. huh? Hey, there are a lot of uh, positive benefits to yoga, like getting more flexible, getting better at breathing, and improving your mental health. Hurting yourself. <sighs> well, then you're not doing it right. <laughs> Unfortunately, getting in shape may not belong on that list. A new study has found that just doing basic yoga poses doesn't really count as exercise. Uh Uh-oh. Since it has the same effect on your body as light activities like cooking or doing the laundry. Well, if you're just doing a few random poses here and there, it's just stretching. But if you go to a class and you're doing... What if you do hot yoga? There you go. Now you're sweating. Now you're just doing the laundry and sweating. <laughs> Would you rather do the laundry or do yoga? I'm going laundry. laundry. I'm going yoga all the way. But more intense types of yoga that have a cardio element mm-hmm. do work like traditional exercise. And you know those are the people that you actually see a difference in. So yeah. if you really want to get into better shape, then you should look into... Power yoga. What do you do? Have you ever done power yoga? I've never even real like what cardio do you do? Yeah, I mean, I don't think like that place. I, I, if I did power yoga, it was a light power. I mean, it was intense. <laughs> light power, light yoga. power, power yoga. yoga. Power I mean, yoga light. <laughs> we were moving. I mean, there was no doubt that you're moving pretty quick. And I've never felt in better shape than when I was doing taking two or three yoga classes a week. And doing back bends and doing all this crazy stuff. And hmm. that was the best I've felt my entire adult life. Hmm. So I loved it. Yeah, maybe that's what I should do. I just don't want to do it with other people. i got to find like a private instructor. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you should put on my leggings and I can teach you a couple poses right here. There you go. Oh, yeah. And I'll go live on Facebook. Let's Downward do dog. it. Downward dog. Here we go. <laughs> the Texas Rangers just announced some ridiculous new food items they'll be selling at their concession stands during the baseball playoffs. And I don't know, they either hired a psychopath as their new head chef or they overbought on food and they're just randomly throwing this stuff together to try to get rid of it. But here we go. The, the, a list of the, of the three new things that they'll have on sale. Uh, number one is a pita bread sandwich featuring smoked brisket, mac and cheese, and caramel popcorn. And from the picture, it looks like they either put mustard or nacho cheese on top of all oh. that. Yum. Mm. But that'll run you 15 bucks. <laughs> then there's a two-pound hamburger, two-pound hamburger, covered in a cheese sauce made from ghost peppers. And that's going to run you around $27. And then a hot dog 
inside of a tamale covered in chili and nacho cheese. Wow. That sounds, that's the one I'm picking. Well, they didn't say how much that one's going to cost, because if you have to ask, you probably can't afford it. <laughs> so I they don't know. They all sound so fattening, too. Uh, so not healthy. Wow. The Rangers kick off the playoffs on Thursday afternoon. I would go to the game just to eat one of those three oh, things. I'd need a nap after. Wouldn't you? Yeah, it'd be intense. Isn't that the greatest feeling, though? A nap? Being after full? After a big meal? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> 8.20. Patchy fog. And sunshine the rest of the day today. It'll be mild. High of 78. Right now, 51. No, that can't be right. Just a moment while 61. I check. 61. 61. I don't think that's right either. Well, yeah. maybe it is It was right. 58 this morning. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. All right. Just making sure. I try to give you accurate information around here, not just make up something. 821 now. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. It's kind of gross. What? 32-year-old guy from Scranton, Pennsylvania, busted last week for selling drugs. They saw him, and he ran from the cops, but they caught up and arrested him, and when they took him to the station, he... Told him he had heroin hidden in the uh, nether regions, probably up the in his rectum. Oh yeah, there you go. That's really common, you know. But apparently, he was being modest because he didn't just have heroin up there; he had all the heroin up there. He wound up pulling one hundred ten little baggies of heroin. Wow! Yeah, cops didn't say how much they weighed. But, I mean, even, even 110 empty little baggies would have, oh my gosh. I would think, take up a tremendous yeah. amount of space. I mean, how <laughs> much room does he have up in there? And how far up do they got to I was thinking the same how thing. How big are the bags? How much and, room is up there? And these all had heroin in them. I mean, are they all attached to a string? I mean, how do you get it? Ah. How do you get that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know the answer to these. Just the there. logistics of it are mind-boggling. I know you have to, you know, <laughs> go number two to to get them out, though. Like I you don't, don't pull them out with the string. I watch a lot of that drugs incorporated and stuff on yeah. TV, and that's what like if they're going to smuggle drugs into the prison or whatever, they'll swallow it or they'll stick it up, and when they go to the bathroom, they just fish it out. He is facing several felony charges. Mm-hmm. So many things I want to say, and I'm not. <laughs> Can you say any of them? Can't nope. for legal reasons. <laughs> nope. Not even one? Nope. That's a bummer. Next story. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did see a story on CNN.com about how much training cops get compared to other jobs, and it's not about bashing the police. It really is about whether or not we're expecting too much out of them and what we as a society should do about it. So here is how much training you need for six jobs compared to how much training cops get. And these are just the bare minimums. Some police departments require more, but in the state of North Carolina, for instance, it takes 620 hours to become a full-time police officer and over 1,500 hours to become a licensed barber. So, and, and by the way, cops in Charlotte, they require more. They require 900 hours total. 
in the state of California, you need 664 hours of training to be a cop or 1,600 hours to become a licensed cosmetologist. It really is crazy when you think about it, you know? I mean, we're sending these guys out there with not a lot. To risk their lives. Yeah, with with not a lot With less hours of training than a licensed cosmetologist. Right, facials. I mean, and and, uh, you have to know how to give a really good facial. And you got to know how to wax those brows. But you don't, you know, that's not using a firearm and dealing with crazy people. Life and death situations. Right. In the state of Florida, cops get at least 770 hours of training. That's the minimum compared to 1,760 hours to get your license as an interior designer. We are asking a lot of these guys and women. I will give the state of Massachusetts credit. In the state of Massachusetts, it takes at least 900 hours to become a cop. That's one of the that's one of the higher states states in terms of on the job training. Or 1,000 hours though to become a licensed refrigerator repairman in the state of Massachusetts. Wow. In Michigan, cops get at least 594 hours of training. Compared to 4,000 hours of training if you want to repair broken electrical signs. I just can't imagine how scary those first few years must be for cops. When you realize how much training they have and then they get out there and they are knee-deep in it. Right. Just how nerve-wracking that's got to be. I've had police officers tell me here in the state of Ohio that until you've had at least five years' experience as a full-time police officer, you're, you're still considered a rookie. Yeah. In the state of Louisiana, cops only need, and this is the lowest we found, 360 hours of training compared to... 500 hours to become a licensed manicurist. I mean, is it because we need so many cops so desperately that we rush them through just to get them on the streets because we need bodies out there? That's what people are questioning. Yeah, or is that or is that or what is they it lack of enough? funding? Or yeah, yeah. I, um, I mean, you would you would think you know you you would want your police officers to have as much training training as possible, as possible when you compare the requirements we have for. Other lines of work. My friend Taylor just uh, finished the course. She's uh, joining the Toledo Police Force. Mm-hmm. She was a writer for the Toledo Blade and did all of the crime reporting. And she like, oh, wow. wrote about the gangs and met all the gangs and uh-huh. won, won awards for her, her investigative reporting. And now she's going to take that to the police level. Wow. Oh, wow. Use it. And she's a single mom. And I'm like, Taylor, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, I wonder how many hours... Say CIA agents or FBI. I mean, how much DEA guys? How much training do they get? Yeah, I would suspect more, but... Do they all start as cops? I would think you would have to have some background in law enforcement, but I know that some people are recruited into the CIA straight out of college. Mm-hmm. Or from the military. On, yeah, mm-hmm. because they they need people of all kinds of different skill Levels sets. Levels of intelligence, too, yeah. There are a few words you obviously should not use when you are describing a woman. In theory, we shouldn't have to hold your hand through those. So today we're going to focus on the slightly <laughs> less obvious ones. A uh, new survey asked women what words they hate being described with. 
Jen and Fritch, you can uh, correct me if we're wrong here or if any of these resonate with you, but here we go. These are the top ten. Number ten, Princess. Oh, I like that one. I knew you would. <laughs> I actually make my iPhone call me that. Like yeah, if you but it's Siri, the tone. You're like, hi, Siri. It'll go, hello, princess. Yeah, but it's one thing to say, hello, princess, or you're acting like a princess. Which I'm, I'm fine with. Yeah, both she's of totally them. fine. She doesn't care. She's like, as long as you call me princess, I don't care how it's all good for me. Uh, number nine, motherly. Motherly. Does that bother you? is way worse than motherly. Does it make you feel old when someone calls you that? When you say, say you look matronly? Oh, right. yeah, that's awful. Number eight, high strung. High strung. <laughs> Number seven, diva. I mean, any of these I would call myself. But if said to me in a certain tone, I would not be a fan. If somebody said, stop acting like a diva, Jen, you would take that offensively. Right. Yeah, I'm a guy, and I know I'm a diva. Yeah. <laughs> I, I admit it. Does it yeah. offend you if I was like, you know how what a diva Jeff is? Oh, you're such a diva. Nope, doesn't offend yeah. me at all. <laughs> I don't think so. You're right. I am what I am. Uh, number six, ball buster. Nope. Ball buster. I, I don't know that, like ball buster. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that that's I like necessarily. Uh, I live to bust balls. <laughs> and you're proud of it. I'm good at it. Number five, is, you're okay. You're all right. Number five, hysterical. Oh, yeah. Now don't get hysterical. If you say you're acting hysterical about that, I'm going to show you what hysterical is. Yeah, you ain't seen it Because at that time, yet. I don't feel like I am, even though you <laughs> might think I am. But I'm going to show you what hysterical is. Don't be hysterical for you. Right. Oh, I'll show you hysterical, Jeff. <laughs> Number four, high maintenance. High maintenance. I mean, I admit that I am. I think it's got a negative connotation when women say it about other women. If I said, oh, Jenna's high maintenance. Yeah. If, you over, if you knew that I said that about you, would it offend you maybe? But that's another one that's true. <laughs> but you I don't, think I'm, I don't think I'm high maintenance in a bad way. See, <laughs> is there such thing as a good high maintenance? Well, you know, we all have requirements. Minimum requirements. We have, we have, we know, women who are high maintenance know what they want and what they need. Yeah. But when guys don't want to date a settle, high maintenance girl. And won't girl, settle for less. You've heard men say that all the time. Oh, she's absolutely. Too high yeah, well, she's way too high For him, but there might be another man that she's not too high maintenance for. True that. It's to find the Doubtful, right but... maintenance. It's... <laughs> I hold she's on to hope, She's too high Jeff. maintenance for everyone. Hang in hold there. Hold on to hope. Uh, number three, bitchy. Yeah, I don't like that. You don't like bitchy? No. Uh, number two, drama queen. I don't oh, like that either. Jen, don't be such a drama queen. Yeah, I don't like that either. How about this, hormonal? That was number one, hormonal. I think that goes along with like, oh, is it your time of the month kind of thing? Are you like feeling a little makes, hormonal today? Make, yeah. Yes. As a matter of fact, now that you bring it up. That makes me want to stab you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe crazy's not on there. I, I can't believe frumpy is not on here. Oh, or fat. Or thick. Yeah. <laughs> Thick and delicious. Thick good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about tall and curvy? <laughs> yeah. Tall and curvy. Like my leggings. Oh, God, right. help us all. Okay, so we were wondering, what word do you hate being described by? If there was an adjective you just did not like when when it applied to you, what is it? 513-749-2320. <laughs> 
Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, 839. Leftover patches of fog. Sunshine today. Mild. We'll see you higher on 78. It is 58. Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. There are certain words women hate when being described. Top ways women hate being described. Hormonal. Yeah, that ain't cool. Drama queen. <laughs> High maintenance. Although Jen's okay with that one. You know, she knows honestly, she I'm okay. You, you could call me any of those ten, and I think I would remain calm. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think any of them. I would probably sit back and go, well, am I behaving that way? Well, maybe. Yeah. Don't you think it depends on the circumstances, though? Yeah. If you're, if in, you're a in a heated argument, yep. Yeah. Because if I say, are you feeling a little hormonal today? You'll be like, yes, I am. And you got five seconds yeah. to uh, duck before I throw this. Fact, or yep. I would be like, yes, why? Why are you asking me? Of course I feel hormonal <laughs> today. I'm a, I'm a crier, so I can see that happening. Don't get crazy, Fritchie. Yeah, that's mine. I, <laughs> crazy. Oh, it, just even hearing you say it, I'm like, I will show you crazy. <laughs> what are you, crazy? Just ask Scott. <laughs> <laughs> High strung. Motherly. Well, I don't know why that's necessary. Motherly. Yeah. Well, if you're mothering people all the time, oh. it can be just stop. Stop the caretaking. Yeah. Megan, yes. What word do you hate being described by? Mean. But are you mean? Um. Well, I'm a straight shooter, so when guys ask me a question, I tell them what I think, and some guys can't take that; they don't like it. You don't mix words. Well, no. okay. sugarcoat. Here's a question: Can you take it as well as you dish it out? Mm. I can. Oh, okay. There you cool. go. Then you're okay. Bingo. <laughs> Thank you, Megan. Thank you. Sherry. Yes, intimidating. Intimidating. Uh, you know, I'm five foot ten and I like to wear heels. I get told all the time I'm intimidating. Hmm. I've been told I intimidate men. By, mm-hmm. Really? By who? <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> that I have a very strong personality. Is that what that means? I'm not sure. I don't know either. Well, it depends. If they're talking about your height or your personality, or maybe you got a combination of both going on there, Sherry. I I have a feeling it's probably a little bit of both, but Mm -hmm. I get told I'm intimidating all the time. Wow. Don't don't you go changing. That's right. All right, thanks. Have a good day. You too, babe. Jen. Yes. uh, The one word you hate being described as. Bipolar. You know. (laughs) Are you? If you're if you're happy, no. If you're happy one minute, yeah, and then you snap the next, right? I think it's pretty derogatory to be called bipolar because I know people who are who really are and bipolar. I find that offensive. It's very yeah. disrespectful to those who are suffering from it because it is yeah. a miserable thing to suffer from, and they can't Absolutely. control. Yeah, it. and yeah. Exactly. it's not. It's yeah. It's it's not funny. Yeah. So so yeah. let's not use bipolar. Let, no. Let, try loony instead or yeah. nuts. I'll take loco or loony. That's perfect. <laughs> there you go. Are you loony? Cookie. You lost your ever loving mind. Right. Thank you, Jen. Thanks. Melissa. Yes. The one word you hate being described as. Bossy, especially in business. Bossy. Bossy. You're just just a regular bossy pants, aren't you, Melissa? Yeah, you know, I just think from a business standpoint, men can be called. Assertive. Strong, powerful. And women just get the bossy label. And the other B word. Yes, actually. Yep. Right on. But, you know, for every B word, 
There's a D word. <laughs> uh, yeah, or a P word. What's the equivalent of a B? A D. <laughs> this is true. But again, in business, it's just taken differently for men and women. Unfortunately, I think it's changing, but it's taking a while. It's yeah. getting better, but it still exists. Yeah. So, Thank you, Melissa. You're welcome. Debbie. Yes. The word you hate being described as. Healthy. What is it? Healthy. 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 What does that imply? Um, heavy. Heavy. Ah. Chunky. She's a healthy girl. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, she's 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 a good old healthy girl. Plump, portly. It's like yeah, thick. There, there you go. I hate there you thick. Go. Yeah. Why don't yeah. you like thick? It don't bother me at all. I don't know. I feel thick. I'm, a, I'm okay. With, I'm okay with chubby. How would you feel, Debbie, about thick and fantastic? Yeah, that's right. Uh, it, w- uh, it would depend on how many glasses of wine I had. Yeah, because there's a story here. I, I walked up to a bar with a very, very handsome bartender, and he asked me how I was doing, and I said I'm freaking fantastic. And he looked at me, <laughs> and he goes, "Thick and fantastic. I like it." <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my goodness. He obviously didn't hear her right the first time. He thought so she I said thick and fantastic. Like, to hell with it. I quit. There you go. Give up. I'm, that is awesome. I'm done. Hey, he liked it. He thought it was cute, Jen. I, I surrender. Thank you, Debbie. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Patchy fog, sunny and mild today. We'll see you higher on Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.